to Behind the Barrels, a podcast for and about the people that make ODOT a great place to work. We're talking to men and women throughout the state from every walk of life to find out what makes them tick, both on and off the block. I'm Mike Lovins. And I'm Caroline Griffin. Now let's take a peek Behind Behind the the Barrels. So we are here today with Amber Krieger. Amber, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing right now currently at ODOT, and where are you? I started um, with ODOT almost 30 years ago. It'll be 30 years in May. I started as a temporary summer help in the personnel department. Um, Was there for maybe a couple years, and they got tired of me and moved me downstairs to computer operations. And I've been downstairs in the basement ever since. I did a (laughs) brief uh, stint up here in Columbus. Um, I was kind of half in District 8 and half in Columbus for maybe four or five months. And then I went back to District 8 because that is home. So, and that's about it. Been doing the same old stuff for almost 30 years. Well, good for you. Yeah, that's awesome. I I know... uh, Many people may or may not know that uh, I had a little stint uh, when I started here at ODOT. I was with IT, so I had the pleasure to have some meetings with, yes. with you, like mm-hmm. once a quarter or something yeah, like something that. Like but that, uh, yeah. um, but it's great to see you again. Uh, so what I found fascinating is you're a runner. Yes. I Well, I... I run. I don't know. <laughs> I used to be a runner. Um, the pandemic kind of hit and took, you know, all the races were canceled. So mm. that kind of zapped some of my motivation away. But uh, yeah, we're, I did a half marathon a couple or well, it was in December. And then I've got another one coming up in Little Rock, Arkansas in a couple oh, weeks. So I set a goal for myself of running at least a half marathon in every state. So Little Rock will be my 31st state so oh, no kidding that's really awesome yeah. have you have you gotten to alaska or, or hawaii I, I did hawaii okay. but alaska probably well we were going to do um alaska right when the pandemic pandemic hit we had a cruise booked and oh. everything but yeah that that's probably have to take a back burner a gotcha. little bit so but it's it's beautiful up there yeah that's my mom and dad and my kids were going to go so it'll be cheaper for me now because now my kids are you know, married and having kids and everything, so I don't like, have to nah, pay for I'm them. Not going <laughs> so, yeah, I don't have to pay for them no more. Yes. So, what's been your favorite one you've done so far? And do are they different, or how do they differ? It, it's hard to say. Um, I think the one I'm most proud of is it. Well, it took a lot to qualify for Boston, and I've, mm. I've qualified three times and ran it twice. And um, the first time I ran it was in 2013 of the bombings, uh, but. The race I qualified for it was it was in um, St. George, Utah, and I think that's the one I'm most proud of because that it you, when you're trying to run fast, for me I throw up. So, oh. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. so it, that was um, probably the most hardest I've had to work. I did Pikes Peak Marathon, and that's probably been the hardest. Um, going up was not fun because you know there's no oxygen. I was going to say, once you start <laughs> yeah, getting that, that high yeah. elevation. So that that was tough, but coming down was even worse. Oh, so, really? Yeah. I, you, your legs get tired yeah, you get and jelly. you stumble over the rocks and roots and, and everything. So that's probably been the hardest. Um, it's not wasn't a really marathon, but my girlfriend and I, we hiked the north rim of the Grand Canyon to the south rim. Uh, it took us a little under 14 hours. 
And um, that's really wasn't a marathon, but it was. I'm counting it as a marathon. Sure. I'm, I'm checking yeah, oh, that absolutely. state offline because it was close to 24 miles. So that was just awe-inspiring. You know, that's the first time I've been to the Grand Canyon, yeah. and Ooh. to to hike down and all the switchbacks, and it's it's just beautiful. I, everybody should see the Grand Canyon mm. in their lifetime. Been there once. Uh, I am not athletic enough to do anything <laughs> other than I walked up to it, looked at it, said, "Here it is," oh, and yeah. I left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. We, we've we've done some of the other canyons around that area, mm-hmm. but not not the Grand Canyon. We because we went to Zion, but, yeah. uh, but we, we didn't make it down to the Grand Canyon. So that's awesome. That'll be our next trip. Yeah, I am big. I love the national parks. So that's one of the things when I retire. Um, me and the dogs. My husband can join us. That's that's good. But getting a trailer and and visiting the all the parks in the U.S. Yes, so. that's awesome. That's awesome. I. Uh, I, I, I'm not, like I said, I'm, I'm not very athletic. I'm not a runner. I have done a couple beer runs where I've actually yeah, just walked. That counts. That counts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll do 5Ks. I, like five, I love hiking, but I'll do 5Ks. Mm-hmm. I'll stick to that for a um, Are there any in Ohio that are notable? Uh, Columbus has a great marathon. That's mm. Actually, that was my first. Um, and it is, it's organized very well. It goes through all sorts of different um, parts of Columbus. Now it goes through the horseshoe, and it didn't used to when, when I did it. But uh, that was my first. It's great. Flying Pig's great. Um, there, there's several in Ohio that are very, very well ran. Um, I kind of tend to like the smaller races, mm-hmm. uh, so you can find those too. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, as we're getting close to spring now, I feel like that's the kind of thing that people are going to want to start looking into. Uh, so, I want to circle back. You mentioned that um, in 2013, that was the first time you ran the Boston Marathon, mm-hmm. and that was the the year of the bombing. Um, what was that situation like? Like, were you anywhere near where you heard anything? Or I had finished about um, five minutes before the first bomb went off. I was probably maybe two two football fields away. Um, and when you hear something like that, your mind doesn't automatically go, oh, my gosh, it's a bomb. Mm-hmm. So I just remember I was getting a bottle of water, and I remember turning around. And, you know, there's tons of people behind me, so I, I couldn't see anything. But after that, after that first explosion, you could see dust and debris. Yeah. And then, you know, a few minutes later, the second one went off, and then police started running um, with their guns drawn. And we we didn't have any idea what was going on mm-hmm. so we i managed to get my you, when races like that you can check clothes uh, gear check so i was getting mine out and trying to find my husband and um we got on the subway found him still didn't know what was going on and they closed the subway down so we had to get oh. off and we stayed out we're cheap so we stayed outside <laughs> the city so we had to walk um probably another three or four miles we stopped at a dunkin donuts and that it, we knew something was going on because of sirens. You started yeah. hearing sirens and sirens and sirens. And we stopped the Dunkin' Donuts, and that's when we found out, you know, it was a bombing. And, um, you know, made it back to the hotel and just was, you know, glued to the TV for the rest of the night. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you're very lucky that you made it out of the, the pandemonium. Like, I, I can only – even the people who – weren't right near the bombing. I, I can imagine there were a lot of people that were just uh, just stuck there. You didn't because they have um, an alphabet set up, kind of a, a block over from the finish line. So that's where my husband and I, you know, met at the K's, and uh, 
you, nobody knew. I mean, I, you know, I, I was at the back of the the pack towards the marathon. I finished, I think, four hours ish, and um, I yeah. And after the first bomb went off, I just remember this one lady that was right by me. She turned around and she goes, "Oh my God, my husband!" And Aww. you just you don't know. Yeah. And um, it's it, that's always just stuck with me. I always I don't know the lady, but I always say a little prayer for her, hoping yes. everything was okay for her. But well, we're obviously glad that yes, yeah, we're glad you're it was here. An experience. <laughs> yes. Um, so did that that kind of frighten you from wanting to do anything else like this or nope just keep pushing forward it, it makes you look at things different i mean yeah. it um i it, i made it a mission to qualify again to go back for 2014 and you know boston's a great city i mean the way they just i mean even before the bombing the way they just wrapped their arms around all the runners and welcomed Aww. us into their city but the next year was was even more spectacular so I bet. Um, so how? So you mentioned you qualified for it. So I didn't know. So I know some some marathons. Usually the ones I've done five Ks with, mm-hmm. they also have a marathon or half marathon. I didn't know you had to qualify for them. So what does it take oh, to yeah, qualify? It, well, different age. It's different for men and women, and it, there's different age groups. So when I qualified, I had to have since I'm old, I had to have I think three hours. I had to run it in three hours or. A, a marathon the previous year in three hours and 55 minutes, I think it was. Mm. So, Is that kind of typical for, for most marathons or just like the high profile? Like, uh, the, like the Boston? Boston, I don't I, – there may be others that you have to qualify for, but Boston is the only one that I, I, I'm aware of. Gotcha. Ah, uh, well, okay. Pikes Peak, you had to run um, a marathon within, but it, it, it wasn't difficult. I mean, Pike, or to qualify for Boston, it's, it's difficult. I had to run um, what, what my qualifying time. I ran eat every mile in the eight forty-five is what my pace was. Okay, so eight minutes oh and forty-five minutes for twenty-six point two miles. So that's real quick. Yeah, <laughs> that's as for me being old. So the younger stop saying oh, that. <laughs> well, it is. I, I, I've 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 earned that. But so you get those twenty years old, and then, I mean, yeah. the men are finishing in two hours. You know, it took me four. So. Dear Lord, I thought my I got down to ten minutes a mile not too long ago. I thought that was pretty daggone good. Well, that's no. what I'm aiming for right now is to get back <laughs> under ten minutes. So just for you know, it's, that's amazing. Yeah. Does your husband run many of them with you? Oh or? no, he's my pit. He's one of my pit crew. Okay. Um, <laughs> and my I've got two girlfriends that we travel and we use that as um, we're going to go run a race. So never mind. There's a casino and. You know, beer nearby those races, but uh, no, those those are the ones. Little Rock, I'm going by myself because my husband's going out of town. And my girlfriends have, but I like to travel by myself. Yeah. So, is that uh, the only one you have on tap right now? Only one I have scheduled. Um, my my best friend and I were going to Greece in the in the fall to run the original marathon. So that's oh. a November. Oh, how cool! So that and that is a whole marathon. So. Um, we're, we're pretty excited about that. So. Oh, how amazing. That will be awesome. Yeah, and just the trip alone is exciting. Yeah, that's yeah. been always – I don't – my husband um, graduated from – he in Europe, from Paris, in Paris, and uh, I've never wanted to go to Europe or anything, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to Greece. Yes. So what does it take to train? So I know it takes uh, – to, to work up to it. What are you working on right now, and what do you typically do to train for these? Just right now, just getting myself out the door. I mean, it's – I mean, any – 
kind of exercise or is mental. I mean, once yeah. you get past that mental thing of, uh, okay, I got to go do this. Once you get past that, um, it's easy. I mean, 26.2 miles may not be easy, but, you know, you work up to that. Yeah. So I never thought, I never had any aspirations of being a marathoner, but um, my best friend said, oh, you're not a runner until you run a marathon. So, <laughs> you know, and I don't back down from a challenge. So yeah. it's, her, it's her fault. But um, Now, would you run that on a treadmill or is it just like if, if you're going to do it, you're going outside, you're going out in the elements? I started on a treadmill and then, well, I take that back. I started... When I first started running, I'd run just at night because I didn't want anybody to see me, you know, because I was like, oh, my gosh, I, I look stupid running down, the, running down the block. But then I ran on the treadmill for a little bit. But you can tell the difference in um, how your legs feel oh. versus a treadmill versus a little more know, asphalt or concrete. It really makes a difference on, on what's, how your legs recuperate mm -hmm. and everything. So, Yeah, I imagine you get special running shoes and... Oh, what's your running shoe of choice? Well, it used to be uh, Salconies and Mizunus, but lately, since I've not ran really, I mean, I did that half marathon in December, but we did very little training, and I so I ran in New Balances, which I really like, but... Um, when you're training a lot, you, you're for runners, you're supposed to not put any more than 400 miles on a pair of shoes. Uh -huh. So when I was training for the Boston, I go through a pair of shoes a month. Wow. So, oh, my goodness. Yeah, so I try to find the ones on sale on Amazon or, <laughs> or wherever. But, uh, yeah, I normally stick with the same shoe because once you, you know, they're all different a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah, okay, to talk a little bit more about the gear that you use. So I know you use your shoes, but what else? What other special gear do you usually have on you when you run? When I first started, we had this the Garmin device. It was this big old GPS thing that <laughs> I wore on my wrist. And so yeah, and so and then it got to your. I would wear my phone, um, but now you know we've got the smartwatches where I don't. I never take my phone with me. Mm. Um, I never wear um, earbuds. Well, I'm running outside. I, I don't. I, I think it's important to be aware of your uh -huh, surroundings. Yeah. Um, when we were training for the marathons, we would go out. You know, we'd start normally in the morning. We'd go out and plant waters around so we'd have, um, you know, hydration. Uh, but besides that, uh, there's not much. I mean, a good pair of shoes and and my, I'm. And will. Yeah, and, and will. Will, yeah. will that yeah. do it? Yeah. Did you ever have to run in the rain or like do anything like that or get caught out in weather while you were doing these marathons? Um, yeah, the, I like to run in the rain. Mm. Uh, I've been very fortunate that we've I've not had any really storms or anything that we've had to run through. Um, yeah, no, no. I mean, the flying pig, it, it rained pretty good for a bit, but I mean. That just cool you off? Yeah, it just cools you off, mm -hmm. yeah, so. What's your favorite time of year to run? Uh, or do you have one? I don't. I sweat sweat like a pig, and <laughs> if pigs sweat, I know that's a saying. But uh, I, it's really hard for me to run in the summer. So it's either early in the mornings when I'm running in the summertime. Um, the winter is good as long as there's not ice on the ground. So, but I, I just I don't like running in heat. Mm. So if it's I feel like fall is probably just probably like a peak time. Like especially if you have the scenery of of 
running on a street or something like yeah. that that's covered with the changing and, trees. You know, and if you're running when it's starting to snow, there's there's nothing more beautiful. Oh wow. You know? I would die because <laughs> it would be cold. <laughs> but you're running. It's not cold when you're running. Oh, that's awesome, though. Now, for marathons, are they usually, like, tied to any kind of benefit or or is it just for the sport of it? I think most of them probably have some kind of charity okay. involvement. But um, And I don't want to speak on what's, you know, it takes a lot to put on a race. I mean, sure. you got to get your permits and all the insurance and everything that has to go into it and everything else. So I would think there's some charity behind most of the races. Because um, I think of like Race for the Cure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and I did um, my old uh, supervisor, Robin, you know, she worked uh-huh. up here for a bit. Her son um, had ulcerative colitis. So I did a um, fund, not a fundraiser. Um, I joined their team thing to raise oh, money yeah. for that. So, um, and that was in Virginia. So that, and that was kind of, it was rewarding, you know, to, you know, since her son had gone through so much and just kind of give back a little bit. No, that's yes. awesome. Um, so what made you get started to want to run or had you done it when you were younger as part of school or? No, I remember when I was in like junior high, we had to run to this one tree and back and I hated it. <laughs> so, um, I first started I walked. There was this little race at the, on Thanksgiving morning, the turkey trot, and where I'm from. And so I, I walked that a couple of years. And then um, I was going through a divorce. And I just needed, you know, gotcha. something. And that just, you know, you, you go out and even just a mile or two, you talk to yourself. and Adrenaline therapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it, it, really, it really helped. And then my one daughter is a swimmer, so I was spending a lot of time at the Y. So it just kind of... It just kind of worked out. So. so for somebody who maybe is just wanting to get started, just thinking about running, any tips on like what's, what's some advice on getting started? A lot of beginners make the mistake of trying to go too fast. You know, when you're first starting, you should not be concerned about your pace or, you know, how fast you're going. Even when you're running your first 5K, 10K, half marathon or what it is, a pace, the pace should not be in your mind. You just go how your body feels. Uh, listen to your body. If your knees are hurting, you, you take some time off. Um, pay attention to those shoes. Mm. Um, don't want to run in old shoes. It's just, and like I said earlier, it's a lot of it's mental. Um, you know, you can run, if you can run a 5K, there's no doubt you can run a 10K. And if you can run a 10K, you know, you're halfway there to a marathon. It just takes that mental uh, toughness to say, yeah, I can do this. So Some perseverance. Yep. Are you into any other sports? No. No? (laughs) (laughs) No. I think I play a mean game of ping pong, but uh, nobody will play with me at home anymore. So that's about it. Uh, I was going to ask, you know, do you golf or anything like that? No. But it sounds no. like this is. I would golf. I have golfed. District 8 used to have a couple outings and you had to have a female on your uh, foursome. So okay. they were desperate. So. Uh, I was on a couple foursomes once upon a time, but no. Well, we have the Odalk Golf League up here, and I'm captain at our course, so oh, you can join me. Like, we'll do it. It's a lot of fun. That's funny. So so what's going on uh, with District 8 IT right now? Um, any, any uh, I you know, we are here in central office. We're getting ready to go through a bunch of moves and all that stuff. 
Is it business as usual or? Uh, yeah, for the most part. We got the Brent Spence Bridge oh, project yeah. coming up. So there's a lot of um, meetings, their talks, and, you know, deciding what they're going to need and, and everything. So and everybody wants to have their hand in that pot from all the different departments. So, and I'm, I'm like, you know, I've got a year left. So maybe <laughs> oh. I should bring somebody else in on this. But, you know, no, we're, we're good. And, when with this backtrack to where um when robin was leaving yeah. and um i started thinking about because she was in it when i joined it down in the basement and i started thinking about the thing the differences between now and then i mean when i started the district there was maybe a total of six computers and uh you know construction had one personnel had one and i don't remember and they had those big teletype um, computer, not computers, but typewriters on oh, people's yeah, yeah. desk, and just and the the phone system was this monstrous thing in the downstairs. So just thinking how we came from there to where we are now, mm-hmm. and it's just all the changes over the last thirty years have been just incredible. So and it's been great to be a part of it. Um, when we all went home, you know, the leadership here in Columbus. They'd put that in place, you know, a year or two beforehand, not knowing yeah. what was going to mm-hmm. happen. And Almost like a contingency plan that you don't really think you're going to need. No, and how we sent everybody home in two or three days was just, it was just amazing. And I, I give tip my hat to, the, to Charles and the p- people he's put in place because I don't think we could have done it if um, he hadn't laid the groundwork. So. Well, Amber, thank you so much for my pleasure for coming down yeah. here and taking the, the the time to talk to us. Uh, I, I heard in the conversation you said you have about a year to go. So oh, yeah, congratulations! Well, I'll on... probably stay another two. Um, <laughs> I just I get this my last step. I just was this so you know. But if you've I... got to get your trailer and go to the national parks. Yes, it's yes, yes. So, but I, I'm very fortunate. ODOT's been a great place. Love my job. I love my people. I take care of back at the district and the guys that work for me. I, I just I've been been very blessed. Oh, and I'm sure they love you too. So mm-hmm. they better. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> thank you for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe on your chosen podcast platform and never miss who we talk to next. Do you want to tell us your story on a future episode? Do you have questions, comments, or want to request a transcript of this episode? Email us at podcast at dot ohio.gov. <laughs>